You're listening to Letters to Jaleesa, Compassion Without Compromise podcast. Well, hello, 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 and welcome back. I am super excited to be back again with some more advice for you all. Thank you for the continuous support, for resharing, sending in letters, um, giving me feedback. I'm just so grateful that people are actually tuning in and being interactive (laughs) I'm just I don't know I this is something that I've wanted for a long time and just for it to finally be here and finally happening I'm so grateful for everyone who is allowing this to be possible especially the Lord um today's episode is actually titled co-workers suck and yeah I've been there I've done that I could write a book about it So without further ado, you all, I am super excited to mention that we are getting into episode number 10. Yes, episode number 10. Let's get into it. Today's episode reads, Dear Jaleesa, I have a coworker that takes twice as long on breaks as they should. They also stop working a whole hour before they are scheduled to clock out. I understand 15 to 20 minutes early because we have a dirty job, but two extra hours total without extra hands can slow us down in a rush. In my frustration, I even started taking longer breaks. If he can finesse, then I know there's room for it and I can find my place too. After adopting that mindset, I began taking my own liberties at work, but eventually started to feel bad for leaving my other teammates hanging. How can I let go of my negative reactions to my coworkers' work attitude and regain my motivation at work? Woo. That is so annoying. Like, I'm going to be straight up with you. Even reading that letter right now, I can think of quite a few times where I've been in your type of situation where I felt like I was working so hard and... Not only did I feel like my work was going unnoticed, but I also felt like I did not have a team that was supporting me. And I would just nitpick every area of of somebody's like job where I felt like they were not doing enough. And eventually that made things miserable for me while I was there. And I feel like, honestly, I start to notice where people are cutting corners and it starts to get under my skin when it's about time for me to leave a situation and so in my case I'm wondering if maybe you're at a place in your career where you're ready to just move on to the next thing and so when you see people slacking off it just kind of bothers you because you're still there working hard and the people around you are not putting in the same kind of effort hmm I wonder but um I will start by saying A response is you taking the responsibility to think it through and replying sensibly. You did put on your letter that you have been reacting in a negative way. And a reaction doesn't really take much thought. So I do want for you to analyze the situation and definitely try to understand where that type of anger is coming from towards this person like outside of the fact that they're not um working for as long as you are is it also something with that person that you just 
don't like that's getting under your skin and making you annoyed and allowing this situation to make you feel irritable I don't know but I do want for you to understand that it's important for you to not get comfortable while you're at this job because yes he is lazy where he is because he's comfortable being there but you need to also switch up your environment when you can so you're Basically watching a sprinter practice, wondering why he doesn't have to run as long. And for the first 30 seconds of the race, right, he's going and he's going and he's so far ahead until he goes past his mark. And that's when things slow down for him. Meanwhile, you've passed him already. So think about the fact that you're not running a sprinter's race while you're at work. So don't watch how this man trains and how he's performing because he will never perform as long or as diligent as you are in your race. So do as much as you can while you're at work and don't look at the person next to you. But also in Proverbs chapter 18 verse 9, and this is in the Amplified version, it says he who is careless in his work is a brother to him who destroys meaning this guy's habits correlate to destruction even if it appears that he is getting away with it he is also hindering his own progression at work and in life honestly in proverbs chapter 13 verse 4 still in the amplified version it's put this way it says the sole appetite of the lazy person craves and gets nothing For lethargy overcomes ambition, but the sole appetite of the diligent who works willingly is rich and abundantly supplied. So don't allow the laziness of someone else to deter you from doing your job. Matching energy is a very like easy solution, but it's unfair to yourself because if you know that you are a hard worker, why would you come down off of whatever drive that you do have while you're at work just to meet somewhere where they are? If you start meeting people where they are, it requires you to lower your standards. And in this case, your morals of what a team player looks like. In the Bible, it mentions how bad company corrupts good character. And so does the presence of bad worth ethics. So even being around this person, if there's an opportunity for you to get away and not have to work so closely with this person, then I say to go ahead and do so. So another thing too is that it's vital that you give yourself concrete incentives or even a list of reasons why you're even there outside of money what what can you take away from your job what are skills you can use help with and how can you apply them elsewhere form your habits of endurance now even when there's people around you who don't seem to have the same sort of like stamina because in every job, you're going to come across some lazy coworkers. That's inevitable. But how you respond to that behavior is completely up to you. And it's honestly the only thing that you have control over in this situation. I do have a question for you. Have you talked to your manager about this? And if not, 
why haven't you? And if you have, has anything changed? Because let's say you do tell and the dude gets in trouble and starts working harder for a while, but then goes back to his old ways after a while. Will it change how you work? Because if so, that's a problem. You want to be the independent factor in the situation. I'm constantly talking about independent factors, but it's important for you to be able to work hard regardless of who's around and realize that if you take your time or if you're, you know, just like messing around, if this guy is is going to leave an hour early anyways, or he's already going to be, you know, taking longer breaks, then you're going to come back to that same work. It's still going to fall on you. So you might as well consistently work hard throughout the job so that one, you don't have room to be lazy, but also two, so that you can continue to form that habit or support that habit of working hard throughout an entire shift, if that makes sense. In Matthew chapter 25, verse 29, and and this is in the New Living Translation, it says to those who use well what they are given, even more will be given and they will have an abundance. But from those who do nothing, even what little they have will be taken away. You're working hard and I'm sure your hard work will not go unnoticed. But also what you gain from working hard is is something that you should be looking at. Because you're given bigger tasks, you don't know how you're going to be rewarded. You don't know how your manager is going to look at your hard work and be like, oh, like here's a promotion for this person. Let me, when it comes time for raises, like your manager has a say so in how much more you can get paid. And you want to be the person who's getting dollars hiked on to the amount that you're making as opposed to just a couple of cents. These are things to also consider. Like, what do you work for? Why do you work hard? And think about those things throughout your shift to keep you motivated. You have signed on a contract to work from whatever hour to whatever hour. So while you're there, you do what you signed up to do. Why not even ask the dude to help you before he tries to leave early? If you know that he leaves an hour early every day that he's there, then maybe ask him to help you out with something. That gives you an opportunity to either get help or gain a better understanding as to why he leaves early. You only know what you've seen, but you don't know what you have not asked. I have been in your shoes before and I'd be lying if, if I said I have not, you know, had my petty moments at at a job. So this happens quite often, but like not how I'm about to tell you. So there was this one day at work, right, where literally everyone on staff came in with like a bad mood. I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was raining that day. I honestly couldn't tell you. All I know is that everyone came in with a bad attitude for whatever reason. And I could already see from the start of the shift that things were being done halfway. So automatically, I started to have an attitude because how you open the shift and prepare can make or break it. 
And I was annoyed because everyone was just lounging around and just talking. But there was so much that we could be doing at the same time. Like, I'm not no Debbie Downer. I love to laugh. And I love to, you know, crack jokes and do whatever. But when I see that we are not fully open and I realize that that's going to be detrimental to how we progress throughout the shift, I'm going to find something to do. And literally, it was like nobody could see all the things that we have not put up or that had not been put up. It was annoying. Anyways, so I went ahead and set up as much as I could by myself and just let that be that. What I did not do was get all of the heavy plates and small plates and whatever and set them in their designated places. I didn't do it because one, I was tired and two, because literally everyone is supposed to help like throughout the shift, everyone's supposed to help do that anyway. So I knew it was going to get done eventually. So the shift started or whatever. And I'm noticing that I'm the only one getting the heavy plates. So after about like three to four rounds of me noticing that the same amount of plates are still stacked up, I stopped or the fifth time um, when I had finally made up in my mind that I was not going to pick them up. My manager was like watching through the window and he saw that I just passed the plates and he gets on the intercom and yells to tell me to get some plates. Now, this pissed me off. I'm not even gonna lie because he he wasn't watching me in the morning when I set up by myself or the first four times that I got the plates. But he noticed the one time that I did not. And at first. Yeah, like I'm mad, but I honestly wanted to talk back to him and tell on literally everyone else. But I decided not to because I'm not no snitch, but also because I I mean, he was right. That was even even if he didn't see all those times, like I had an opportunity to still continue to do my job and didn't. And like this sudden peace came over me and I was just silent for a minute. And so. Essentially, what I took from the experience is that the one day or the one moment you stoop down to be like everyone else could be the one moment that that's noticed. I could sit here and complain about how it's not fair and blah, 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 blah. But honestly, I did not come to work to be like the slowest person. And I didn't come to work to be the fastest person either. I didn't come to work to figure out how I could finesse and I didn't pick a job where I could finesse. I came to be my best and to do my best and wherever that puts me on the spectrum is where I fall. But I always come to work to work hard. And I guess just that day I lost sight of that. In Philippians chapter 4 verse 8 and this is in the Amplified version, it says, finally believers, whatever is true, Whatever is honorable and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, what is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable and of good repute, if there's anything worthy of praise, think continually on these things. Center your mind on them and implant them in your heart. You are a leader. You are the head and not the tail. You are an honorable person, which is why it makes you feel bad or it made you feel bad when you decided to stoop down to a boy's level because you thought about 
the other per- people that you were working with that would have to pick up on your slack. So even trying to align your movements and your behaviors with this guy was unsettling for you as it should be because it shows your character you're too good and too hard of a worker to be acting like this person so it's important that you lead by example and those people who came to work and came to work hard will be willing to work even harder with you when you are around There are people who are watching how hard you work. On your hardest days, they won't even think twice to help you because they know that you do the same. Meanwhile, for that other person, I'm sure there's people who have also taken note of the fact that they cut corners and leave an hour early and they probably match that kind of energy. But that's honestly not your place. Do not waste a moment trying to match the work of lazy people because that moment still counts and when you go to your next job you will take with you a great reputation of endurance because that is the person you were built to be and the work style you've maintained remember you are reacting but you need to respond the bad someone is doing their lack of hard work whatever Whatever that may be, that's none of your concern. Focus on whatever brings you peace. Focus on your purpose for being there. Like I said, create those incentives for yourself so that when people are cutting corners, you're just focused on whatever task is at hand. You know, I'm I'm known for writing out some lists. So why don't you just write out a list in the mornings of reasons why you showed up? Outside of like the fact that you want to get money, because if you're working on the clock and this person, you know, is not working as hard on the clock and you still are, that doesn't really feel like an incentive. But why are you there? What are your goals in life? And how can you working hard at work help you center your focus on what's important and what it is that you're believing God for? Let's go ahead and pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for waking us up this morning and giving us a new day to rejoice and be glad in. Thank you for your letter and thank you for the opportunities that you give us because we do not have to go to work, but we get to go to work. And so we thank you for even giving us the opportunity to be able to do so and to earn a living for ourselves and to also aim and reach the goals that we have set. If it is in your will, I know that it will be done. We receive the many blessings that you have in store for us, for the things that you have not yet done and the things that you are currently doing for us. I praise you, give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. May you give this person the proper patience that they need in order for them to work with this person and to also show them the blessing of working hard and what what that can do for them and what that can get them whatever purposes and roles that they have to fulfill on their day-to-day while they're at work dear god i ask that they do not lose sight of that and they don't lose sight of the goals that they've set for themselves we give you all the glory all the honor all the praise in your son's mighty name we pray amen i hope that i have helped you and giving you the proper advice to help you stay motivated while you're at work. None of us really want to just go to work 
Um, but we get to go. And there's always a greater reason for why we are where we are and why we work as hard as we do. You just, you never know. And like I said, hard work never goes unnoticed. So whether your manager doesn't see it right now or they do see it later on, regardless, continue to do you. Because if that person did not exist, you would work hard. And you should always work hard, whether they're there or not. This is episode number 10 of Letters to Jaleesa, Compassion Without Compromise podcast. If you have any situations or topics you need advice on, send a letter to letters to Jaleesa at gmail.com. That's letters T-O-J-E-L-I-S-S-A at gmail.com. And I'll respond on my podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm out.